Hey guys, so in this episode, I was interviewed by a good friend of mine, Kala, and we just spoke about my design journey so far, um, the importance of community, the importance of cultivating a feedback culture, and just other stuff, right? So I hope you enjoy listening. Welcome to Experiencing UX, a podcast where I sit with amazing UX designers from all over the world to discuss their journey, their work, and actionable tips any designer can apply. Our guest today is Adarin Solalua Femi. Now, Adarin is a fast-rising voice within the Nigerian design community. Uh, she is a product designer with Eden Life, and before that, she was designing with ASB Technologies. Uh, when she's not designing, she's giving design talks, uh, teaching design at Stuten, or volunteering in Asha Kuteri, the Nigerian design community she helps lead. She is a photographer, an upcoming DJ, <laughs> and more recently, <laughs> more recently a podcaster. Uh, but more than all this, uh, she's a friend, so I'm, I'm really excited to have her on today. Hey, Darren, what's up? <laughs> That's all, guy. You're not serious. <laughs> <laughs> you saw the upcoming DJ part, are you? <laughs> but, hey. How was it, deep? It was. It was quite good, actually. It was very good. Thank you. How was it? It was all right. It was. It was calm. Okay, so let yeah, let me just um, jump right in. So, I remember I was listening to um, the interview you had with Caleb Lamti and I heard you said that you started photography at 13. Or so. Yeah, I think I was 13. Yeah. What do you mean when you say you started photography at 13? Because like, what do you mean like what What do you mean? Because in my mind I see like just um, using a phone to snap around. What, what exactly do you mean? <laughs> um so wait was it 13 2013 i was 14 um i think it was 2013 so i was probably 14 not 13 anyway that doesn't matter um so i was in ss1 at the time i was just getting into ss1 and there were these trade subjects that we had to pick from so like yeah we had to pick one trade subject that we would be doing so the options were photography um clothing and textile or something one food course i think catering um data processing and some other stuff and the only thing that made sense at the time was photography i wasn't interested in anything else um so yeah i did like i joined the photography class and then because of that like we had to assignments required us taking pictures like of different things and my mom had this small point and shoot camera, like these small cameras, Casio, is it Casio? Casio cameras that tourists have, like those silver ones, right? Yeah. Um, so she had that and like, that's what I was using to take pictures initially. And then I found out that my uncle had a camera, um, a DSLR, um, I think it was Pentax, right? If I remember the name, Pentax. So um, I started using his camera and I like more or less took it home. Didn't allow him to use his camera at all. So that's what I was using for my classes. And he eventually needed his camera back. But just so like I wasn't left camera-less, he bought me a camera of mine, which is like the camera I still use today. So yeah, that's basically how it started. Wow, so yeah, that's, that's proper photography. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but how how do you move? How did you move from photography? Because I know you still you still um, are big on photography. So, how did you move from photography to product design? What was that process? What was that journey for you? Hmm. How did I move from photography to product design? Um. So after a while, I got tired of photography. It became a burden-ish. So like I was doing a lot of event photography and event photography would absolutely drain you. Although it depends on the person, but it absolutely drained me. And I actually began to hate photography. So I stopped taking my camera out. I stopped taking pictures and um, it became, it did, it wasn't a, a hobby that I love to do anymore. So I sort of needed something to fill that void. Cause like photography took up a lot of my time right yeah. before. And now that I wasn't doing that anymore, I needed to find something else to get into. When was and this? Just, just, sorry, just if you could timeline it. Like, what year? This was, um, I know I officially started design 2019. So yes, I would say this was 2019. But funny enough, like the break between photography and design was like a year or two years. So, mm. so I just eventually got into design. Was that was that like a was that a just light bulb moment? I just said, what can I do? Ah, design. Oh, not really. So like in photography, I like I said, I used to do event photography. Yeah. So um, I would need to do like photo books for the people that I took pictures of. So like I'm taking pictures of like birthday ceremonies. I'm taking pictures of um name birthdays rather naming yeah. ceremonies and whatnot and like i need to like create photo books for these so i had to learn how to use design softwares just so like i could design and lay out these photo books mm. and so i started to understand how design works and then i started doing like graphic design for like church posters and whatever other like basic graphic design i could do at the time but like i wasn't officially into design i just like did those things on the side and then after a while, like I said, like during that break where I was not a photographer and I was just like more or less cruising, I eventually met a friend, um, met someone rather, who was a designer and his passion for design sort of spurred me to like want to be a designer, like take it more seriously. This was like now in 2019. So that's when I started like trying to learn more about design and figure out what aspects of design I would like to like major in and that's how I eventually like that was big be- the beginning like let's say March yeah, yeah. around the March 2019 that's when I like started officially calling myself a designer designer and actively learning how to design like more stuff and then by September October 2019 that's when I discovered UIUX and I started doing that mm. so yeah so um I think your your story um in the Nigerian design community is it is very popular and i know one one reason is because you obscured very quickly um i remember a dear designer article about just around this also so what what was that upskilling process for you what was um from starting out design to okay i i know enough to start applying for jobs Hmm. Um, I wouldn't say that like when I applied for jobs, I was feeling very confident that, oh, I know, you know, just stop applying for jobs. I was just honestly tired of staying at home. I wanted to make 
more money. Oh, not even more money because I wasn't making any money at all. I wanted to make money, and I wanted to like I um I had done I had gotten into a lot of hobbies in the past, yeah, and like they all died down, like yeah. every single one. I do not do them anymore except for photography and that's like still limited and I didn't want design to be like that I really liked designing and I knew that if I didn't get a full-time job I would most likely just like it it would just die down completely Mm. I I actually still think that would have happened like if I don't didn't have a job right now like I would probably no longer be a designer I'll just be doing it once in a while so getting a job was just more or less trying to be disciplined and actually grow in the field yeah commit but how did i upskill i would say that i at least at the start i read a lot of articles like i was constantly reading articles i know in asha Dumi had made us start doing this article of the day thing Mm. so like i was actively reading articles so that i could post what it is i read during the day and then when everybody else would post the articles that they read i would check them out as well and then like just also asking questions from you guys on the group you guys on the asha group um Mudia, Daniel, Anu, Praise, Chukuka, Okay, like just asking questions from anyone and everyone that I could on concepts and things that I didn't understand. And like you guys would just call and explain or text and explain and it helped build my knowledge on the subject matter. And then um yeah, I did the any books redesign and then redesigned <laughs> that redesign and wrote uh, it's a case study on it and that's what i used to apply for my first job mm. i mean like that that's amazing um two things I, I i got from what you said and i would i would touch on both the first is you mentioned you used just one design to apply one case study one yes case study. Okay. the other thing were just like daily ui challenge challenges on my dribble mm. but then on my behalf i just had like the any books case study yes Okay, so just to bail on that, so um, I know right now there's a lot of conversation around is daily UI part to um, actually getting better, um, and I know you, I, I I read an article where you said that for each of those prompts you took them as briefs, um, and you did research on it, and so how, what was that? What was that like? Um, so hmm. for the first prompt that I got which was like you know do the login screen or is it create an app screen whichever one it was I I don't I actually do not know what spurred me but then I remember that one time when I was learning how to use Adobe Illustrator I was feeling like these tutorials that they have on the um, software right and I accidentally created a logo that looks like an airplane logo right like it was for um yeah, it looked like it was like two airplanes. So like I combined them and then it just like made one really cool logo I liked at the time, right? I thought I had done such an amazing thing. So I just like saved it. <laughs> and then when um, this prompt for a login screen came, I was like, oh, okay. Like now I get to show off this cool logo that I made. And um, I did the whole, at the time I was also still trying to like see if I could be a brand designer. So I actually did this whole thing where it's like did the branding well it wasn't like that good but like did the branding for the app and whatnot posted that and then like i decided that instead of just doing the login screen for this thing like why not just go ahead and like make it a travel app design so i did like research i had a phone at the time and funny enough like there was an app on the phone like it came with the phone i think 
I can't remember what the name of the app was, but it was a travel app, right? I think it was Chinese. I don't know why it was on my phone, but <laughs> it was there. And I decided to check it out. And then like from there, I decided to download other apps. I don't remember what they were right now, but I remember downloading like two more apps. So like there were three apps in total that I was checking out when I was designing this travel app wow. thing. And you just, especially because like, it's not like I have traveled by myself and I know how these things work. Mm. So actually just going through the app helped me see, okay, this is what you need. This is what should be there. This is how it's supposed to work and all of that. And then I just like, started using that for the remaining things like the other daily UI prompts that I did so instead of just designing I would either download apps if I don't have them or I would check the apps that I currently have on my phone and just like try to mimic the process mm. yeah so that that's that's solid work I can I I know like a few times that I tried daily UI I didn't I wasn't like this committed to the research of it I was just like flexing my design skills so um <laughs> so yeah that's that's solid work um you mentioned something else you mentioned which is like a very big part you mentioned asking questions and i know i know like especially with beginning designers um sometimes there's this fear of entering a new venture and i know it's something i faced also like um stepping into product design the fear of asking for help the fear of like looking like you don't know anything so was that something that came naturally to you or was something that you had to learn or what was that for you i feel like i don't remember a lot of that point in my life Mm -hmm. because if i look at myself as a person i would say that it's something that i had to learn but then from thinking back to that specific moment i don't remember having to learn how Yeah, I don't remember having to psych myself up to that. I just did it. I really don't know why or how it happened. But like, I just know that I just did it. And somehow, like, I found myself, like, where I am right now with all these people around. At the time, it just came and it just happened. I don't know. Yeah. So, and I know you're very big on community. um, But, like, working within Asha and... um, giving talks in design communities and teaching assistantship in Sutton. Um, what role has community played in your own design journey? Um, and why do you think it's important? Um, community has played like every role, every possible role. Like I would not be where <clears throat> I am right now without the people around me. And that's like community as well, like an actual group, like Asha and like the friends and network that I have around me. So I actually, like I was talking to someone, um, like a friend today, and he asked me, what would, if you could go back in time and tell your 16 year old self something, what would you tell them? And he asked, um, like I was trying to think, and I remember saying that, well, the first thing that comes to mind is like, oh, like get into design, right? It's like maybe dumb photography or not dumb photography, but just like, learning design earlier right but then i rethought that that like no because if i started design earlier all the people that i have around me right now i would not have i wouldn't have met them a lot of the people that i have around me right now would not have started like did not start design at that point mm. um asha did not exist at that point as well so it's like i would even though like i, I would have found a way through like i would eventually like gotten yeah people around me somehow 
I will not have this particular community. But anyway, that's just like to say that I've all like all my growth to the people that I have around me, honestly. So having people that you can always go to for help, right? Like whether it's design reviews or questions about how to apply for a job or questions about how to go about a specific project or how to charge or whatever, just like people around you that you can always go and ask for advice from helps because like you're new to this field and there are people who have been in it like way longer than you whether that they whether they had other people that they could ask or whether they learned by trial and error the point is like they at least know more than you so you could always just go to them and bank on their experience and then having asha where it's like a whole group of community um, a whole group of designers you get to meet a whole lot more designers there and then you also like, you know, how the thing we do where we post the work, the things that we're working on and we get advice from different people. It's just like, no man is an island, right? Like you can not, while you can grow on your own, definitely having a community helps because like you just have access to all this information from and different experiences of different people. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really great. And I, I know that even personally, um community has played a big role for me and it was something that i had to learn because it, it didn't come naturally for me like asking i don't know this thing didn't come naturally for me um normally i would go and read this on google and 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 something and watch a youtube video but i i think that's something that i started learning like to really leverage on community and it's been it's been amazing and um just beyond um, receiving, I know you really started giving back to community. Um, I know you, you have given a lot of design talks and you are now you're now a teaching assistant at Stuten. Was there any particular reason or are there any reasons why you decided um, teaching is also something I want to do? Um, I like the thoughts of helping people. I know that um yeah, I like the thought of helping people because, like, I would not be where I am right now without all the people who took time to help me, right? So, like, I would like to just give back to the people who are also just starting out. And there's also this thing about the design community being... Well, not the design community, some people in the design community being, like, what, I guess, gatekeepers of design, where it's, like you know how the design community is like how there's always one controversy and fight after the other and it's just like discouraging people who want to get into it or even people who want to get into it or who have started they don't have anyone they could actually go to and ask for help or advice because like everyone is probably too busy or just does not care because like there are people who like they start out somewhere and then they get like they get to the top and they completely forget what this is that they started out from and they just like look down on the other people who are trying to also get to the top and i'm just like trying not to be that person and i also want to be like the i don't know the light if that makes sense so while like there are all these other people around who are probably not willing to help or too busy to help i want to be like available to help and just do my part in making sure that everyone um, or people who are interested in design or in tech, like, shall have someone that they can look to for hope and they could come to for advice. Yeah, that's 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 amazing. Um, is is that something you see yourself doing over the long term? Yes, definitely. Like, I'm trying right now. I'm trying to do this thing where I 
actually outline my goals in the long run like what is it that what is what yeah what is it that i would want to do in like the next five years or in the next 10 years and like while that isn't specifically there i know that i feel like a desire school also might be like in the works something around that so yeah okay um yeah so i think another question that i will ask and i know i know it's something that is common with designers across across board um but i want to ask specifically for you and your own journey is imposter syndrome so has that been something that you've dealt with is it something that you still <laughs> deal with and um how do you find yourself managing it um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um has that been something that i've dealt with yes still dealing with very yes um <laughs> how do i manage it um it comes and goes mm. so i'm trying to get to this point where i first of all tell myself that like it's not a race like there's no competition because imposter syndrome like it comes in various ways and one of the ways that it could come is like you're looking at other people's works and they're like why am i not at this level why am i not good enough right like there's that there's also the fact that like oh like for instance like right now i work at eden and like it's a company that i really love and like have looked up to for a while and it's like oh how did i get here like do i actually really deserve this position am i did i actually scam my way into this like the times that that comes but then one i'm trying to let myself know that first of all where i am is not by mistake right if i'm here there's clearly something that people see in me even if i don't see it to myself like clearly there's something that i could not have scammed so many people at once i have no, i do not know how to scam i do not know how to like pretend so clearly there must be something that people are seeing in me and there's something that a friend of mine told me a couple of weeks ago when i was talking about how like i remember mentioning that am i actually as good as people think that i am or do i just have like good pr like oh everybody knows during the name and they just assume that she's a good designer um but something my friend said was that we don't recommend rubbish right which is true even though like some people do but like i mean just not everyone and like the people that i have around me if i'm not doing a good job they will not recommend me for the things that they do or they will not um le- they would actually tell me that there are areas that I can improve. Mm. So if people see something in me, people see that during you are actually like a really good designer. You actually deserve where you are right now. Then I should start to see that in myself. And this doesn't mean that oh I have made it like there's nothing for me to improve. It's just like finding the balance between knowing that where you are right now, you do deserve to be there, right? Yeah. And then you can always improve. Yeah. So not sh- like actually just having a clear understanding of where you are. without overestimating or underestimating yourself if that makes sense. Yeah, that that makes sense. I I think I I heard a quote like that um from some people at IBM Design and I know like that's something that they have as their mindset. They say um pursue perfection with humility. So they are always trying to get better but then they are humble enough to know that there is no perfect and so at every point they do like they are the best that they can be and then they are they are grateful for it and then they're looking for how to get better at it so, yeah just while you spoke now you you mentioned having a circle of friends that would call you out or speak to you if you are not doing something right and i 
I think that's really important to like having that circle where people are actually true, like actually can tell you the truth and can give like honest feedback. Um, Because I know that that's another thing that a lot of um, designers generally, I know it's something we have to learn, um, being being open to getting feedback on our work. So yeah, is that is that something that came naturally with your community, or it's like a culture you've had to um, cultivate among yourselves? I mean, well, from the start, seeing as like I actually did not know anything about what I was doing, I was very very open to feedback. So one of the first feedbacks that I remember was hmm, when I did the travel app design. I posted it and there was a lot actually wrong with that design now that I look back at it. But one thing that some guy just, I don't know who he was, um, but yeah, he commented and he actually did something that was really, really nice. He didn't need to do it, but then he did just to make me like, you know, contribute to my getting better. So my, um, I wish I had the design, I would just show you, but my search bar, you know how like when you're designing for mobile, yeah. You have the smart. So let's say your margin is 24 px on both sides. Yeah. So your search bar literally goes from like you know starts from where the 24 px starts and ends where the 24 px or the other side ends, right? Mm. Um, my I did not do that. Mine was like let's say the margin for from the left was 24 px and the margin from the right was like let's say 48 px instead of 24. Mm. I did not know that there was anything wrong with that. Um, and this guy commented and he actually like drew the lines right and was like yeah your um, search bar should extend to this aspect and whatnot Mm -hmm. I was like oh thank you so much and I went to like actually like correct that immediately I was like oh yes this looks better and then like with the what what happened I now after that design the next thing I did was the any books my first any books redesign so like I took that feedback and I just implemented it in the new like the any books design and then when I posted the any books design um the well that's when I met Daniel Abayami like he saw my design and he commented that he has a couple of feedback to give and then he entered my DMs and he told me things I could do to improve and then I just like went and improved them. So like, I feel like from the start, it was just like, because I knew that I did not know anything. And these are guys who have been in it for a while. Like it was very easy for me to take feedback and just like improve on them. Even though I feel like as you grow as a designer and you start to feel like you know more, it becomes harder for you to actually take feedback because it's like, I know what it is I'm doing. But then you have to learn how to like remain humble and actually see if the feedback makes sense. There's some feedback that do not make sense, right? Like you have to be able to identify those but it shouldn't be that your pride is preventing you from seeing what you should see um so like i admire people like daniel and Mudia. we have this group where um like i created this group for all my design mentors almost like my closest design mentors so like we're all in this group initially the group was for me to just push my work and ask for feedback or if I had if I was applying for a job and I wanted advice or if I was talking to a client and I wanted like advice on how to move on with all of that would go there instead of messaging them one by one so like just all of you inside one group answer the question here but then after a while these guys actually they more or less kicked me out of my own group chat like it became their own group chat where they post the work that they have and they ask for feedback Mm. and I'm just looking like I love it because it's like this sense of community and family because these are people that I 
look up to who have been in the field for such a while but then they're posting their work actively asking for feedback and everybody's opinion is valued right so like even i compared to like them right they've been in it for way longer than i have been but if i give feedback on a specific feature or on a specific design it's not dismissed like it's actually taken and if it makes sense like it's actually implemented so it's like if these guys can actually as good as they are as great as they are these are people that we look up to and like they can do no wrong as great as they are if like they can actually still take feedback even from people who do not have as much experience as they do then like yeah. how much more yeah, I completely agree. And just going back to um, Daniel for a second, I know that the first case study that I wrote, the first entering into UX, the first like full-on case study, I did I did a redesign of Iroko. And like that was my first. And I remember putting it up on Medium and then Daniel read it and then he texted me that, guy, I have some feedback. So I, I know that, and I know Chukuka also texted me that, great work, I have some feedback. So I, I I think that that's that's also like a very great thing being able to um, being able to take the time because it's 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 very easy to just say on Twitter or say something like that um, you have an issue here or you have an issue here but um, being able to like do that and just even give that feedback and it's not it's not necessary uh, but going the extra effort so that's that's as a shout out to yeah. Daniel and Chukuka. Um, yeah, so final questions. Um, you started a podcast recently. Yeah. What 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 is that about? Like tell us about your podcast. I don't even know what made me do it. <laughs> I'll tell you that it was like a deliberate decision. I just mm. decided on I don't what happened that day, I don't know. I just decided on a whim to set it up and I did and I, um, when like I got to the point where they like you know the description when they ask you oh, what's this podcast about I was stuck right and I was thinking like it isn't at least right now it's not about anything specifically defined like oh I'm talking about design or I'm talking about God I'm talking about love or whatever like there's no specific path it's just about like that's why i named it randoms with atara because like i'm just talking about random stuff um that i hope it would help people so like the first episode was on imposter syndrome and i hope like it was something that people could relate to and like would actually just help them in dealing with imposter syndrome but yeah it's just supposed to be like random stuff so it could just be like i'm walking down the road and i think oh okay this is something like i could talk about that people would relate to and would benefit from so yeah, if you have any suggestions, if anyone has any suggestions that like you'd like me to talk about, feel free to like ask, right? It doesn't have to be specifically design related. It could be anything that you believe that I would like, yeah, I can give sound advice or whatever on. But yeah, that's like a summary of what it is. Randoms with that. Yeah, sounds good. And I, I'll put um, a link to the podcast in the description. Darren, this call has been amazing. Um, really, really, thank you for your time. I would ask that, like, if you if you could say three things, yeah, if you could, and I know you've said a lot, yeah, but if you could leave with like three things, what are three recommendations that you make to um, experienced designers? Um, I would say 
off the top of your head or three things that really helped you? Well, I would say, yeah, I would definitely say be kind to others. I mean, this is not necessarily oh, how to like become a better designer, but then just help you in building a community of people around you. So a community of people that you can benefit from and that you can also like be a benefit to. So yeah, be kind. Don't be one of those proud designers that people, um, when you tweet or when you say something, it's like, oh, this one has come again. Like, don't be that person. Be kind to others. Be willing to help others. Um, be, well, do not forget where you started from. Just remember that you were once a begin- beginner and treat others beginners as well how you'd want to be treated um two hmm. um part of me wants to like say oh read a lot but then like right now honestly like i'm not even to pretend i do not read i can't remember last time i read um well i read an article recently because i needed to for work but then yeah like i'm not going to give advice that i haven't been following but yeah actually read a lot read a lot that helps i mean that helped me get to where i am right now and you should actually never stop reading um, I'm just like being very lazy and I'm quite busy as well, but don't be like me, please. Um, <laughs> that can count as two, right? I will let that count as two, mm. unless I can think of something else. <laughs> For number three, um, don't try to know everything, right? Like you can't know everything at once. There's like, there's a lot a whole lot to UI UX design, to product design, and you cannot like put everything in your head in like one, one week or one day. one day like it's a learning process the people that you look up to who have been in this thing for like even 10 years there are things that they're constantly still learning right it's like tech is constantly involving you cannot know everything at once so just like pace yourself let yourself grow at your own pace the pace at which at which um i'll grow is not the same pace that you would grow color like just know your learning methods know how you grow know how you learn set your own pace again it's not a competition like oh i have to be better than this person or i have to get to this level before this person i have to be like this person no like just learn at your own pace and again let me just like say this which is an advice that um, mudia and daniel told me oh well mudia daniel Chukaka, all of them like inside the, my mentors group they all said this and like it stuck with me since then when i was talking about how oh i feel like there's so much i did not know there's so much i have to learn and it's like i'm constantly reading but i'm not growing i was just like venting and ranting about how i'm not making any progress and these guys told me that like I look up to them, right? And I think that they know everything, but they actually do not. So there are things that they actually do not know. And like, when they told me that, I mean, I know that nobody can know everything, but just like hearing that from them just turned something in my head. Like my mentors actually do not know everything. So they said that something that they do is like, they don't try to cram everything in their head at once. It's when they encounter a situation, like maybe a full-time job or a freelance project that they actually need to learn a specific concept or maybe more than one concept that they would go and read up up, up on it because they need it in that moment mm. but they do not try to learn and yes they are constantly reading articles to like just upscale and get better but they're not trying to like cram everything at once so like it's like oh yes i know everything there is to know about product design so yeah don't try to learn everything like i've said multiple times just like grow at your own pace learn as you need to learn and yeah mm.